0: From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to a new predictions show brought to you by Boxing Social in collaboration with House of Boxing. My name is Hope Ellen. And this week, we're going to be discussing the big fight happening this Saturday night in Sheffield. And to help me with that and to tell me his prediction, I'm joined by Maxie Hughes. Maxie, how are you? Thank you for joining me.
1: I like, I like the Yorkshire accent, then, how are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That I'm, wasn't uh, intended. <laughs> yeah. And while well, I've just dropped, kids are both at school now, school and nursery. So get a bit of peace, a little bit of peace and quiet now.
0: When you head into the gym?
1: Uh, I'm not today. Um I'll just be doing a bit of running the summit because obviously it's it's fight week now. Uh, not just for Josh, but um our other stable mate Reese. He's fighting the day before on the Friday in Sheffield. So, you know, all Sean's attention is travelling to and fro from Sheffield with open workouts. I think Reese has got a press conference. Yeah. Um I've got legs I can run. I've got a treadmill in garage. Got lots of fields near me as well, so there's no I can't do here. Are
0: you going to head to both shows this weekend?
1: Yeah, I'm booked in. I'm working, so we've also got one of Reese's mates, Jake Smith. He's on the road. He's boxing Sam o Mason on Friday night. I think the fir- the first fight. You know, we're on his excuse me on his show. So I'm doing the corner for Jake. Then I'll be helping Sean in the corner with Reese, and then on to Saturday night. Um, I'll be helping Sean in corner with Josh so yeah big big boxing weekend for me
0: yeah busy weekend for you so let's pick your brains then let's dive straight in so Lee Wood defends his WBA world featherweight title against Josh Warrington in Sheffield this weekend it's going to be a huge event both sides of that arena are going to be screaming for their man it's a contest that has all the makings of a fight of the year contender so to begin, bite of the year contender, do you think that's likely?
1: It could well be, yeah. Um obviously we when you when you look at both the styles and, and past performances, um Josh has got a phenomenal engine and he'll do whatever it takes to win. He likes to throw a lot of shots. And and we've seen um that side come out of Lee when he when he boxed Michael Conlan. Um Lee got off to a, a bad start by getting dropped in first round and he got uh, a couple of times after so he were up against it so he had to dig deep um you know and that worked, that was a for, did it it won't fight a year did it that um would come yeah no,
0: it might have actually that brings a bell, It it
1: was, it was definitely nominated anyway won not yeah. um, so that it's it's in it's in both men both men have got that that desire to do what it takes to win so it could be it could be but it, you know it, it's how it's how it plays out on night and and you know what tactics are implemented and and all that sort of stuff.
0: Eddie Hearn has said that he predicts that it won't go past six rounds. Do you think that's likely?
1: Um, I, I never, I never really predict like rounds, Um but uh obviously, I'm I'm speaking from a, bias, a, a slightly biased <laughs> point of view because Joshua's my mate, um, and I, and I, and, I, and I, we do we do like Lee Wood in our gym. You know, this is this is not. A personal, it's not a grudge match. Um, both both lads, um, and same with the teams, the trainers. You know, we're we're very respectful and we get on with one another quite a lot. Um, it is pure purely business, but um, yeah, I think uh, I think Josh will do it inside the distance. I don't know what round. Um, I, if I would say anything, I would probably say late later on.
0: Some people have doubted Lee Wood's chin, so. Mm. Could a knockout be on the cards?
1: It could be. um, Or just, you know, an an overwhelming, as they say, a systematic breakdown. You know, beating that that fight out of somebody and taking their will, taking their soul.
0: It's also been said. (laughs) It's been said, it's been said, it's been said um, that Josh Warrington and Lee Wood both fight their best when they are the underdog or they're in the away corner. Obviously, that this situation, it's Josh who's, is coming in that mm. situation so do, does he seem to have more fire in his belly is that going to really kind of is that going to help him do you think
1: absolutely yeah he's he's absolutely on fire um and you look at the way you know going back a couple of years when he won world title against Lee Selby Selby was quite uh, you know the the favorite there you know and he he didn't just uh You know, there were one judge, I think, one majority, I believe, but one judge were crazy. Um, But yeah, that's the way to win a world title. He he just ripped it off him. You know, he he really did a job on Selby. And then he headed into his first title defence, a big underdog against, you know, Carl Frampton at the time. They were saying, you know, Carl can be, you know, he's he's going on that pound for pound list.
0: Yeah, Carl was right up here, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, nobody gave Josh a chance. His back were against wall um and he absolutely he he did a number i remember being over at jamie moore's gym um and speaking to carl about it and you know carl again he's a great lad down to earth he won't tell no lies he said he just he just beat me up no you know no excuses he just did a number on me and he beat me up and he hurt me um you know and i'm expecting that that um he's, he's in that mindset um not that he's Never in that mindset for any of those other fights, but he's really, really got a bit between his teeth this time.
0: It's kind of two ways that people are looking at this. They're looking at it Josh Warrington has had his glory days, like the Carl Frampton fight, and that now he's on the decline. And then there's the old other side of it where and I think Josh has actually said this, that Lee has had some success, but only recently he's not got a back catalogue like Josh has. What's your opinion? On both those statements yeah
1: you look you, josh josh's rise obviously is is he were only it were undefeated up until 2021 um yeah josh's rise you know i i started sparring josh got to know josh ten, 10 years ago when he just defended his english and he got his opportunity as the underdog and the away fighter against samir Munro. um nobody expected him to do that and he's from then on, he's he's just been on this trajectory, and he's, he's at that level. Um, and like I say, Lee Lee's successors came later on in his career. Um, but yeah, um, for people to say Josh is on decline, um, I don't know where they're looking at that. You know, I know it. It the it, the, the fight didn't go his way in December against Lopez, but at our corner then, and I thought he'd done it. I know he started slow, but he finished that fight very strong. And you know, that's what Josh was about. He, you know, Sean were telling me, Corner, look, you've gotta, you've gotta grit your teeth now and start, you and were doing everything you were at being asked. And it were it were a good performance, it was a good fight. And to, for people, it, it, you know, I thought it were hard done by personally. Um, and for it not to go his way, but people to say, Oh, yeah, he lost. He's on decline. You know, look at the way he finished that fight, how how strong he finished. And, you know, look at his other fight last year against Kiko. Um, You know, people, again, were writing him off because 2021 was the two Lara fights. One ended in defeat, one ended in, you know, it didn't really get going. Um, But Joshua's mindset for that, you know, will bang up there. And then, you know, again, people wrote him off in 2021. Kiko, Kiko gets in and he does an absolute number on Kiko. You know, he had his jaw broke in that fight and he just, he bit down harder and fought harder. You know, that's, this is what, um, it baffles me when people say he's on decline and you go, look, look at the fights that he's involved in. Look how he performs in them and he'll do what's necessary to win. So, yeah, it's a bit annoyed. I find it. I get annoyed when people say he decline, he's on decline, because he's clearly not.
0: Josh Warrington versus Kiko Martinez was the first fight night I ever went to. Warrington? Yeah, and I mean, what an introduction into boxing.
1: And getting stronger and stronger.
0: Time flies! <laughs> so, yeah. it's also been said that Josh is, and I, I'm sure you're going to get defensive again here, is struggling more to make the weight that's been reported. From an insider's perspective, is that all just talk is there any truth in that
1: no 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 truth at all you know he's been he's been a featherweight his his entire career um in the early days it was you know it was you see he's obviously obviously as you get older your, your body develops and the work that he puts in with his strength coach Andrew Lankford you know is yeah again that's that's people's opinion on the outside looking in um so, yeah, he's, he's, he's 100% not struggling at weight. He is, you know, I look up to him because he's an ultimate professional, even though when he's out of camp, he still maintains. I've never seen a bloke drink water like Josh does. You know, he, he won't he won't drink tap water. Wherever it goes, he's got his own water, and he always has it with him. Um, you know, so he's always drinking his water. He always eats pretty good. You no, know, like even when he, when he come out um, to do a corner on my fight, he had a couple of treats, but majority of it, he, he, he eats well and, you know, he always trains. He's always like, he didn't have to train that week, the hour there fighting, but he's like, oh, where, where can I go and do some um You know, I'll come down for breakfast one morning. He's like, so how are you? How are you? Oh, yeah, I've, I've already been out and done my sprints this morning. So, for, again, for people to say that, it's just an opinion. Um you know, people might say, oh, Maxie, you're just lying, you're just covering for him because you're, you're part of the team. But I, I'm, I'm honestly not. You know, I, I've known him a long time and know how he does weight. So, yeah, that's that's not an issue.
0: So, moving over to Lee Wood then. He's obviously under Ben Davison. Um, there's
1: yep.
0: quite a trajectory, if I said that properly, um, going on with his career at the moment. If he doesn't win this fight, what do you think happens... For Linux
1: again, like you, Eddie's the biggest culprit of this. Oh, it's a must-win for both guys. You know, it's probably the end of the road for the loser. But I, I hate, I hate that saying, and I hate that pressure because it's down to the fighter. It's how much the fighter wants it. You know, let's say Lee doesn't win. Um, he goes back to Joinville and says, you know, if he's still got that fire, he says, "I'm coming back." You know, I've, I've said, it, I've had it said. About myself, after the losses um I've had, like particularly to to Liam Walsh, um twenty nineteen, it's like, oh, is that the end of the road that's that's your fifth loss now for you know in, in a domestic fight? I was ever gonna get there? But I I I was the one who decided if it's the end of the road or not, you know, and I decided it wasn't the end of the road. And look what I've went on to achieve since then. Um so, every fighter's is destiny is in their own hands. It's about how much they want it uh, and how much they're willing to continue and go forward. So, yeah, um, that's that's what my opinion is on that. You know, take te- the notice of what any promoter says, oh, it's the end of the line. See, so it's not, because you look, look back a couple of years with the likes of Ricky Burns. You know, oh, it's the end of road. You think he lost a cell or lost- I don't know if he lost a... I don't know if he lost to crawler or Selby first, but again, it was like, "Oh, it's the end the road," and then he went on and then he fought in another one. Oh, it's the end at road. It's you know, and he fought over a week, didn't he? Did uh, old Burns and Willie Lemon? So, yeah, the only person who decides if it's the end at road is the fighter.
0: I think that's a really healthy attitude to have,
1: because
0: mm. um, often it is seen that the promoters have all the have all the control and hold all the cards. Um, so yeah. it's it's quite a refreshing. Mm. Way to hear a boxer speak. So, in conclusion, then Maxie, give me your full prediction breakdown.
1: So we'll both get it ring. <laughs> get introduced. First bell I'll go. Maybe, maybe at first they, they they might um just have a little have a little look, you know, slowly work into it. Or, you know, they could they could be thinking, right, I'm I'm going straight at it, but you know, I, obviously, again, sorry to say I'm from a, bi- a bias point of view. Um, I think Josh will go out. Um, he'll surprise Lee. I think he'll definitely surprise Lee with our audience. Um, and I think from then, obviously, Lee's not going to come and lie down. If it gets tough in there, we know we've seen Lee, you know, dig in and... and Dig his heels in and and fight back. But I just see, I can only see the fight going one way, and that's Josh's way. You know, he'll slowly start getting on top. And um, I'll I'll predict a a, a later stoppage, you know, between maybe eight and 12 um, for our man. Um, Yeah, that's the way I see it going.
0: So you heard it here first. Maxi thinks it'll be a late stoppage. Josh Warrington will win in rounds eight to 12. Make sure that you head over to houseofboxing.com to place your predictions for Saturday night's big matchroom fight night. And make sure you tune in to see Lee Wood and Josh Warrington. And of course, Maxi Hughes will be in the corner for Josh. Thank you, Maxi. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network